All right, here we go for April 20th, 2021. It's the newscast, transportation newscast. We're still working on the sound. We still haven't got it perfect yet, but we're doing all right. We're on the new bid, which is only going to go for a month. So season nine is going to be about a month long. And then season 10 will probably be through the rest of the summer. Season nine, of course, is Chicago, uh, Mobile, Alabama, Chicago, uh, Jacksonville, Florida, Oklahoma City, Chicago, then home for a couple of days. Season 10 will be, let's see if I can remember right, uh, somewhere up in South Dakota or North Dakota or Montana or something. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. I don't remember. Uh, looking forward to the new bid. Uh, well, I, I like the one that was on too. So, But things change and things get adjusted, and that's just the way it goes. Last week was beautiful. Once they left... You know, the, the first part of the week was pretty easy. The, uh, you know, going to Billings and, or, uh, excuse me, Montgomery and back to Chicago was pretty nice. Then I went down to Florida. That was a nice trip. And then the trip from Florida, I started off in Jacksonville. And Jacksonville up to Oklahoma City is the 10 to the 231 to the whatever it is that gets you around Memphis to to the 40. But anyway, the, you know, forget all that. The 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 trip in the 231 was just absolutely stunning. I should post, you know, maybe next week I'll post some of those photos up in the uh on the Facebook page or maybe even the YouTube channel. Uh I got a YouTube channel. Go to Trucking with Kingfish YouTube, go check it out. Or leave us a message at 414-666-1926. Yeah, it goes goes to the Google Voice now. Oh, that's the front door opening and closing. The wife's doing laundry. I'm at the house. I'm getting ready to go to work. So anyway, the three thirty one was just amazing. No, I'd never I hadn't been on it since it's the old US seventy eight, I think is what it used to mostly be. You know, on and off. But I hadn't been on that road in a long time. So as I was cruising up it, I was like, it kinda looks familiar, but it's been a long time. Went through a couple of small towns, which is, you know, kind of, you really got to keep your toes on because of the cars around you. Then I got up to this long stretch of road going through Alabama, the Appalachian Skyway, the scenic trail or something. I forget what they called it. 231. Just look up 231. It was amazing. It was absolutely stunning. It was beautiful all the way across the trees. It was so scenic. You know, I really enjoyed that trip. And luckily I was there during the day, so it was just phenomenal. So I have to say that really made my week last week. And it's been a while since I have driven a road that I hadn't been on in a long time, or if ever. I suspect most of this was stretches of road I'd never been on. But anyway, it was just a really nice, smooth ride. The road was great. It was just a lot of fun. Uh, that doesn't happen very often these days. Usually the road's all tore up. Like the 65, you go down to... Um, Florida, that oh my god, that's just terrible. It's just so tore up. You just get the not hell, hell knocked out of you. So anyway, enough of that stuff. Let's get on with the news. So let's get started. All right, here we go. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation, checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. 
expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right, let's start off with this. This is pretty cool. The Dallas Opera Company, you know, because of things of COVID and everything's locked up, they decided they're going to go on the road and they're going to go give shows out in the open. So they had somebody donate a truck. Now, what it is is it looks like a, a dump truck with a big, huge flatbed on the back. So it's it's not a semi truck per se, but it's just a dump truck with a with a big flatbed. Nice nice platform. Apparently they're going to use the the flatbed as you know the trailer as a as a stage, as the way it's looking. I think this is fantastic. You know they're giving out these free shows. They're keeping their skills up, and they're they're bringing their you know their skills out to the people. So I think that's pretty cool. So you know hey, Dallas Opera Company, way to go. Way to go. So if you're out in the Dallas area and you happen to see one of their shows, you know, I, I wish I could go. Um, I'm not a big opera guy, but I would check it out. I think that would be pretty cool. All right, let's get moving on. Well, this is never good. This is an article from earlier in the week. Apparently, the drivers down at the Port of Los Angeles have gone on strike. And the group is demanding that the trucking companies owned by ULH, that's what does ULH stand for? Uh, Universal Logistics Holding, uh, rehire fire drivers that provide and provide them with back pay, respect the driver's right to form a union and bargain in good faith for a collective bargaining agreement, and stop classifying classifying drivers as independent contractors. Apparently, uh, they hired you know, they fired a bunch of guys when they started to for, you know, form the union. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Maybe. When I start digging through the news, maybe I'll find an article that has more of an update on this. Let's see what happens. This story continues. All right, let's get going. Uh, this was a good one. Uh, Senator Richard Blumenthal, a Democrat of Connecticut, as if it matters what party he's from. Anyway, he's urging Google and Apple to update their navigation apps with truck-specific information. You know, like like bridges, lower passes, uh, weight restrictions, things like that. It says uh, Blumenthal sent the letter out on August or April fifteenth, or sorry, me, April fifth, expressing his concern for the lack of information on smartphone navigation apps like Google Maps, Waze, and Apple Maps. It says here specifically, I'm reading this from Landline. Specifically, these apps do not include commercial vehicle information like height, clearance, weight limits, hazmat restrictions. Con- Consecutively, truckers who use these apps to navigate their routes are being repl- directed to places where they should not be and increase the risk of infrastructure damage and fatal crashes. Apparently, he did this once before back in January of 2020, but the companies have failed to you know, follow up on this. What it really comes down to is if you're a truck driver and you're following the, the local apps on your phone for navigation, you might find yourself in a lot of trouble. So you might want to do a little research if that's all you got or get yourself a truck specific GPS. Uh, like I myself use a Garmin. I think it's a 780 or 770. It works pretty good. I don't have any issues with it. Uh, it's the only way to go. If you rely on these apps, you will find yourself in trouble. You know, the waves and things like that, because they will direct you into an overpass. And you may or may not have be able to get out of it. And it's going to cost you some money. So it's something to think about. All right, let's get moving on. Well, it looks like uh, Biden nominated Mira Joshi. I'm probably not saying that right. For FMCSA administrator. Uh, she looks kind of young in this photo. It doesn't say how old she is. Uh, she's all got to go through the confirmation process. Uh, 
what it says here. Uh, it says she will be, she must be confirmed by the Senate uh, before taking reins of the FMCSA. She's been over there as an acting role for quite a while. Um, prior to serving as acting administrator, Joshi served as chair and CEO of the New York City Taxi and Limousine Commission. She also served as inspector general for the New York City's Department of Corrections, general manager of the New York office of Sam Sh uh, Sam Schwartz Transportation Consultants, and was a visiting scholar at New York University's Rubin Center for Transportation Policy. So she's been in transportation for quite a while. Hey, if we can get somebody in there that's smart, that understands transportation, I'm all for it. Uh, whether she works out or not, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But hey, we wish her luck if she's going to be good for us, right? That's what we need. We need somebody in these positions who actually understands transportation. All right, and this is a sad one. So much sad news lately. Authorities in Ohio have confirmed that a get this out CDL life. Authorities in Ohio have confirmed the man was killed on Wednesday when trying to assist a semi truck driver who was tangled in down telephone lines. So, according to the Ohio State Police Air Patrol, the incident occurred around twelve twenty a.m. on April fourteenth in Pauling County. A semi truck driver driven by 60-year-old Timothy Ray Weber, was traveling north, or sorry, south, on US-127. Weber made a turn onto County Road 176 and struck telephone lines that were low-hanging as a result of a previous crash. Police say that the 50-year-old Vance O'Campbell was passing by the scene and attempt, attempted to help the stuck truck driver. All right. Campbell was reportedly standing by the, stu the stuck truck, trying to remove the lines when a semi-truck driven by 40-year-old John Richard Weber was traveling south on US-127 and struck the line. So basically what happened was there was a previous accident that that section. The truck got stuck in the lines. A guy got out of his car, tried to help the truck driver get past the lines, and somebody else came by and then hit the guy that was helping him. It's sad, and we think that this kind of stuff sucks. But it's the nature of life, I guess. So I don't know. You know, just be careful out there, okay? Let's try to get through 2021 alive. All right? That's all we got to do. Let's just get through 2021. All right, let's get moving on. Well, here's something you don't see happen very often. <laughs> Thank goodness. I mean, I've had lightning come pretty close to me, maybe about 50 feet, but never. Well, there was one time I was in a room and it hit the other side of the wall locker, and then when I was in the Army, that was pretty interesting. But anyway, this uh, driver was going down a road in Texas, North, North Texas, and... Uh, well, lightning hit the truck. Luckily, he was just dazed and a little messed up. It sounds like he was fine. Just goes to show that you can do everything right and the most unexpected things will come from nowhere. Literally, nowhere. So if you get hit by lightning, try to pull over on the side of the road. And, well, I don't know what else to do. It's lightning. Anybody else ever have anything like this happen while you're over the road? Let me know. I'm kind of curious. 414-666-1926. It's uh, definitely unusual. Well, here's one that'll shake your shorts up. I can't even imagine this. Driver's going southbound on I-5 up by Washington, you know, just right around the Seattle area, apparently. And he got into an accident, which caused him to go off the overpass, which entailed, created a situation where he got wedged between the two overpasses in the middle. It looks like, looking at the photo, the truck is just hanging down between the overpasses and the trailer is wedged in there so luckily the driver was okay everything was out fine but 
Yeah, it just goes to show that the creepiest things can happen. What you know, first lightning, and then the wedged in between the thing here. You know, between the overpasses. Uh, just unbelievable. You know, just I don't know, just unbelievable. Just something to think about. You know, the most unexpected things happen. Drivers, just you know, it's a crazy world out there. All right, this is a good one. If you're out there in Wyoming. Uh, starting April 19th, uh, there's a $20 million project to add 200 new parking spaces to I-80 over there in Wyoming. Now, apparently what it's going to do is traffic on I-80 will start seeing impacts Monday as crews structure work and begin building climbing lanes on I-80, uh, the Wyoming DOT said. Now, it's going to be, uh, let's see, what work will impact eastbound lanes over the Halleck Ridge, mile marker 250 to 252, west of Elk, Elk Mountain, and then the westbound lanes between Queeley Dome and Cooper Cove. That's 281 to 279 near the Albany Carbon County line. Watch for lane closures, reduced speed limits, and other traffic conditions during construction. So we all know what it's like out there when roads get closed. They need those parking spaces badly. So, you know, it's, I'm all for it. And Wyoming DOT, yeah, that's awesome. More parking is definitely needed out there, especially during a road closure. But 200 parking spots, well, that'll they'll eat up those fast. All right, let's get moving on. All right, here's one. This happened, this is kind of, it's what is this, crazy news day? This happened uh, April 16th in Santa Rosa, California, about 9 a.m. Apparently, a, you know, a city worker was up in a bucket. He was about 35 feet up in the air, roughly. And uh, the truck that he was in, the truck he has, caught on fire. So, you know, I was in the electrical controls for the bucket stopped working. So he couldn't get down. So the truck he's in is on fire. He's in the bucket above it. There's no way down. So a trooper pulled over. He waved down another semi. He waved down a semi truck. Had the semi truck pull up next to the, the bucket. The guy jumped off the truck onto the trailer and was able to, you know, he's able to be rescued that way. And then, of course, you know, the uh, the fire department came out and put out the fire, but luckily that truck driver was there, just happened to be at the right place at the right time. And uh, just <laughs> good news. So that's a good time that somebody jumped from, uh, you know, from the <laughs> from a bucket onto a truck. How crazy is that? All right, let's get moving on. All right, in the previous story, we talked about a man jumping from a bucket truck onto a semi-truck to escape a fire. This one makes no sense at all. A man was killed in Maryland earlier this week when he tried to exit his moving vehicle and tried to jump onto the back of a big truck. So apparently he tried to do it, didn't make it, fell, hit the roadway, and was transported to the hospital. This is a 30-year-old man from Washington, D.C. Doesn't make any sense. So, I don't know, maybe we'll hear more about this later, but it's probably on drugs or something. Who would do that? You know, what, what, what do they, these people think is a movie set? I don't know. Let's get moving on. All right. A new report, a uh, fleet logging re recently shared a report that, dry, that dives into the most stressful inducing travel areas for drivers by analyzing tens of thousands of tweets that contain the word traffic to find out where drivers are feeling the most perturbed. Well, you know, I would suspect that if the traffic is really super bad, you're not really going on to Twitter to, to make a comment. But Here's here's their top ten. Number one is, I well let's go from the bottom. Number ten is State Route ninety one in Los Angeles. Okay, I'll give you that one. 
Number nine is I-25 in Denver, Colorado. Yeah, I don't think the Denver I-25 is really that bad. I don't really see a big deal in that. I-35 in Austin, Texas. I haven't been down there for a while, so I can't say. I-80 in San Francisco, Oakland. Yeah, it can be a little tricky. I-10 in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, you get a little traffic, but it's not a big deal. I-10 in Los Angeles. Yeah, it's a lot of traffic. I-75 in Atlanta. Oh, yeah, that's just north of the loop. That could be a nightmare. Uh, south side's can be bad, but the north side of the loop is of the 285 loop is terrible. Oh, number three, 285 in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, that's a pain in the ass. Oh, just unbelievable how bad that one is. It's probably the worst place I've driven in a long time. Uh, I-85 in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I haven't been on the 85 in a long time, so I can't really comment on that one. And then 95 in Miami. So those are the top 10 most stressful roads. Now, the top 10 most stressful cities, keep in mind they're using tweets to do this. Uh, starting from the bottom, uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Number nine, Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, I, I go to Jacksonville every week. I don't think it's that big a deal. Atlanta, Georgia, number eight. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Uh, seven is El Paso, Texas. Six is Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, six is not bad at all. Uh, Fort Worth, Texas. Number five, number uh, four is Tucson, Arizona. Three is Stockton, California. Two is Newark, New Jersey. That's always a pain. And number one is Lubbock, Texas. I don't think I've ever driven Lubbock, so I can't really say. And then it says here, the top 10 most stressful states for drivers. Well, they're really breaking this one down, isn't it? Uh, 10 is North Dakota. Well, I guess if you count winter, but during the summer, it's not really that big a deal. Number nine is Idaho. There's really not much in Idaho. Eight is Louisiana. It could be a little tricky. Seven is Kentucky. I don't really see that. Six is Nebraska. Uh, if you don't count winter, it's pretty easy. Five is District of Columbia. Yeah, it's a pain. Oregon is number four. Three is Georgia, probably mostly the Atlanta area. Two, Montana. If you don't count winter, Montana is a beautiful place to drive. It's not very stressful at all. And number one is Rhode Island. Yeah, I can see that, Rhode Island. It can be a little stressful up there. So those are the, the breakdowns from those. Whether you disagree with them or not, I don't know. Give me your top ten if you want to call in. I'll put it on the show. All right, let's get moving on. All right, up in Washington State, Bingham, driver was carrying a load of cheese and apparently got stung by a bee, and when he got stung by a bee, he lost control of his vehicle. He flipped the rig. It's a little overreaction to a bee sting. Maybe he's allergic. It doesn't say. Anyway, he some of the cheese landed in the river. And but everything worked out okay because the CHP, no, I keep saying CHP, the uh, Washington State Police, they re uh, patrol. They said the driver's a little blue after being sighted, but thankfully doing very good. One trooper tweeted after the incident, so that's uh, it's pretty funny. So apparently, the driver didn't get hurt. The look of the truck is pretty smashed up, but you know, hey, small, uh, small victories, right? He didn't get hurt. Oh, this one's kind of funny. In High Point, North Carolina, a truck driver was cruising down the interstate. And uh, <laughs> apparently it happened, let's see, the, the incident happened southeast of High Point where Interstate 73 crosses Randallman's Lake in Randolph County. I've never been there myself. And apparently, oh, there we go. This thing started playing an article. Anyway, what happened was 
the uh, this big bird, I can't tell what kind of bird it was, like a hawk or something, picked up a big fish and went flying through the air and he dropped it just as the driver was going across the bridge and he nailed the driver's windshield with the with the uh, with the fish. I mean, <laughs> that's one way to catch a fish. I can imagine the reaction to this poor guy. You know, he's like, you know, he just, you know, he probably jumped on that one. So I don't know. It's pretty funny. I wish I could have... Uh, <laughs> I wish I could have heard a sound on that one, but there was no sound. I bet you he had a few uh, choice words for that. You know what I'm saying? Just a few. All right. Also, uh, earlier this year, you know, of course, we all know about the $700 million that YRC Yellow Corporation got from the government for the 30% stake in the company. Uh, they were also under investigation for overcharging the government for, you know, saying things were heavier than they were. Uh, I don't know if they were you know, they admitted guilt to it or not, but they came out this week and uh, agreed to a $2.1 million fine. So basically the government gave them $700 million and then charged them 2.1 for this overcharging. So I guess that's a pretty good deal. They're still up a little over, a little under uh, $698 million for actually doing nothing. So I don't know what to think about that one. So, hey, I guess if it's good work if you can get it. I wish somebody would give me that kind of money and treat me that badly. All right, let's keep moving on. Well, I had some strange things in this episode, but we did have something cool. April 19th, 2021, NASA flew the first rotary aircraft on another planet, Mars. And I know that's not trucking, but it is transportation, and it is the first step to going to a new world. And I think it's pretty cool. I was looking at the footage, and it's just amazing. So if you get a chance, Google that and you know, probably find some stuff on YouTube. It's well worth checking out the Mars shots. The, uh, I don't know, maybe someday we'll put a man on the Mars. In my lifetime, that'd be pretty cool. I would, I would like to see that. You know, to go from landing on the moon, I saw that. I was a little kid when that happened. To landing on Mars. That would be something else. How we've progressed in a very short period of time. All right. That being said, that's all I got for today. It's not too much going on. Uh, season 10 is going to be probably dropping on Mondays. We're going to be switching from a drop from Tuesday to Mondays from now on. I don't know if we're going to start that next week or actually we probably will. We'll probably start doing that next week. Next week it'll, we'll start dropping on Mondays, you know, 6, 630 in the morning. And then that'll go through the summer, and then when winter hits, it depends on what bid we get. It depends on what our, you know, what our schedule is going to be. But we're going to go with that. It seems to be about the easiest way to do it. So anyway, that being said, I got to get going. I'll talk to you all later. Stay out of trouble. Drive safe. And remember, just got to make it through 2021. All right, let's get those uh, things delivered. Also, watch out for tow trucks. You know, get over for tow trucks, emergency vehicles on the side of the road. You know, give them some room. These guys are doing important work. Yeah, they don't need you driving right next to them. You see a big truck in the shoulder, get over for that too. You don't need to drive next to them. Just get over. It's not that big a deal. Now, the life you may save, well, could be yours. and definitely will be somebody else's. So, just get over. It's not that big a deal. All right. Kingfish out.